Hey, it's Brock from Brock in the Morning, and thank you so much for listening to the recap podcast of the show. There's so many ways for you to listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Listen on the Sam's Furniture Radio app. Just download that for free in the App Store or go to samsfurnitureradio.com. Whichever one you choose is fine with me. Just thank you so much for listening and supporting Brock in the Morning. Soto Landscaping and Lawn Care. Since 2002, this family-owned lawn care business has built a reputation of reliability and value. They are the go-to landscaping service in the Northwest Arkansas area, creating beautiful landscaping with their signature touch. They truly are a team of outdoorsy professionals here to assist you with your residential or commercial needs. So if you need landscaping, lawn care, commercial, residential, pond and water features, irrigation, sodding, junk removal, tree service, flower beds, fencing, and concrete they will take care of you so for all your landscaping and lawn care needs hit them up at soto landscaping and lawn care.com or give them a call at 479-936-1400 soto landscaping and lawn care licensed and insured to help you today Where have you been? Everybody's been asking, where has Chef Aaron been? I was in Key West for Christmas. Oh, wow. Well, the keys type Must be nice. It was pretty cool. It was like the warmest place in the U.S. for that time period. Oh, wow. But we still dropped to like upper 40s one night, which was cray cray. That is crazy for Florida, for sure. For Florida, for the keys. There are people walking around like, I don't own pants. (laughs) (laughs) I don't own pants. I don't own jackets. Yeah, when it gets 60, they're like, oh, we need a coat. You're like, what? No, this is perfect. I know, exactly. I went kayaking every day, and they're like, you're crazy. I'm like, I'm from Arkansas. I'm not from the Keys. Did you see the weather in Arkansas right now? It's zero degrees, so I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to pass. I kind of extended the vacay. Yeah, so I'm glad you're back in studio. It has been a few months, and we'll catch up throughout the show. But today's trending thread. Here we go. If you could give an animal to people as a gift, what would that be and why? What animal? Maybe a rabbit, because it can reproduce. <laughs> you want it to reproduce for the, this person you're that giving it to? spread the love. You spread the gift. Pay it forward. If you're if you're worried about reproducing, just get them like a, um, a mouse or something. Well, there you go. They're just not as cute and cuddly. But you would need two rabbits. Indeed. Or maybe two turtle doves. That would be a nice romantic gift. Yeah. Have you ever gotten two turtle doves? No, I don't even know if they're real. <laughs> well, they might uh, just get... Like a Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin got the ornament. Just mm-hmm. do that. There you go. That'd be easier. Two turtle turtles. <laughs> uh, 479-308-835 Rap Radio Show on Facebook. Clint says, he writes in and says, I would happily give a badger to my ex. <laughs> the tear of the house. It's like, uh, okay. You know, Brock means badger. It does? It is. That's, in German? I don't know. 
Well, that's pretty cool. It's my animal. Um, I don't find you very badgering. You don't find... <laughs> Good one. There you go. Uh, Elizabeth says a cow. It'll feed everyone for a long time. That's actually a good move. I remember I once supported Heifern International and they give goats to people. That's not a bad thing. What about a a milk cow? A milking cow? A milking cow is a lot of work. Like you got to get up every morning like we do for your show and milk the cow. This is true. Very true. But I mean, that'd be good. And then Brett says a panther because who wouldn't want a kitty that could protect the house? I don't think I'd want a panther. That's just me, though. I think a panther would eat me. Yeah. You'd be good, panther. Be, you don't want to get on the panther's bad side. No. Like. Maybe it could be an outdoor kitty, though, and it could protect the house in a real way, like kill all the neighborhood animals. <laughs> you, no, but not even your friends would want to come over. That's they could true. get mauled and eaten. <laughs> yeah. 479-308-385 and at Brock Radio Show on Facebook. Plus, big announcement to make in the 7 o'clock hour about a giveaway that we have. So, yeah, it's going to be a great day. We got Chef Aaron in the house. Fun facts on the way. It's Brock in the morning. (laughs) Good morning. It is Brock in the morning. Welcome to your Friday. We got Chef Aaron in the house. Doing our trending thread this morning. Kind of interesting. If you could give an animal to people as a gift, what would that animal be? And you said a good thing off the air. An animal is a very personal gift. It is. I mean, people are stuck with it for sometimes many, many years. If you give a bird, you know, they could be stuck with you for like 40 years. Right. Uh, we had birds growing up. They didn't last that long. <laughs> uh, pretty bird. Pretty bird. Uh, let's see. Uh, Michael says, my Cleo. I don't, I must I, be his dog. Inside joke? I don't know. My Cleo? I don't, I don't. Kind of weird. That's not a type of animal, is it? You know those little guys that are super cute that pop out of the ground in the desert? Those uh-huh. would be adorable animals, but I don't know if they'd be very practical. Where, where, what are they? Meerkats. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're so cute. I don't know that they're actual animals that you could have, though. No, probably not. Have you ever been given an animal? Do you have an animal? I don't have any pets, and most of my friends know I'm not home much. One time somebody made me a pet rock and put it in a little house for me. And, and that still died. <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> and that didn't make it. People so. give me plants all the time. I killed them. Yeah. yeah. I just don't have time. I'm, I'm like you. Mm-hmm. Always on the move, busy. Yeah. Just don't have time. Yeah, you guys did a like, little vacay recently. I think. We did. We went to New York City. Would have had to wa- have somebody watch our dog or our cat or whatever we had. Nope. No, thanks. We have kids. Uh, a new study shows that in 2021, as pot became more legal, over 3,000 young children accidentally ate marijuana products. Oh, my God. Here's Dr. Merritt Tweet talking about the large increase in incidents that have been discovered. This age group accounts for an increase of 1,375%. They can get into things and you can't really rationalize with them. Hey, you shouldn't get into this. This might be dangerous to you. They think it looks like candy and they want to eat it. But it is not candy. Don't eat it. And the dosage on little kids would be off the charts. And I, you know, I'm no doctor, but I don't think it will kill them. It would just be a weird experience. Like giving chocolate to a puppy. Apparently over the last few years, a trend of eating your Christmas tree is not... Uh, to to not waste it has uh, been getting more popular. That's kind of gross. There's Julia, uh, author of How to Eat Your Christmas Tree. <laughs> she wrote a book about it. Okay. Talking about the different ways you can ingest your tree. Let's check this out. Okay. How to Eat Your Christmas Tree is a cookbook that explores the unsung edible heroes of our forests, the humble Christmas trees and their evergreen friends. 
In the US and UK alone, 40 million trees are harvested and thrown away each year. My Little Green Cookbook's 22 delicious recipes with ideas such as Christmas tree cured salmon, spruce flavoured ice cream and Christmas tree alcohol. Oh, so you're a chef. What do you think about that? Actually, all of those points make sense. So when I went to Alaska once, I bought Sitka spruce sea salt. Uh And it has little spruce needles in there. And they're really tasty in small amounts. I was just imagining eating a full Christmas tree. But yes, using it for seasoning, the pine and June, like the piney notes would be good on salmon. And obviously, like, if you drink gin, that's like resinous, like you know, flavored with the juniper berries, things like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there's some similarities to the forest. But I you're not actually eating the wood. Yeah, you're not eating the no. wood and you're not eating the entire tree. Right, right. Uh, would you like to hear a theory on why men decide to get married? I would love this to hear TikToker that. This TikToker has one. <laughs> yes. This TikToker has one. It actually makes sense, at least to her. I came across this photographer. She's obviously been at a lot of weddings, and she observed that the men were marrying the woman in front of them at the time that they were ready to get married, implying that that wasn't necessarily that man's soulmate or that man's love of his life. It was just the the girl he was dating at the time he was ready to get married and settle down. When a man decides that he is financially and emotionally ready for marriage and ready to settle down and ready to start a family, he takes a way different approach to dating. That part in his brain of like, oh, there's another girl out there, shuts off. Because now his focus is on marriage. It's not in finding the next best thing. Well, it's not a bad theory. It actually is probably pretty true. They always say men are very much more straightforward than women. This is very Less true. Less complicated. They're very true. Uh, Less emotionally driven. Yeah, but it makes it like we're doing too much work to try to get a guy if we're just uh, waiting to be at the right place at the right, right time. Right place, right time. Let's just hang out at weddings. And a hot tub boat rental company in Seattle is getting some heat after customers say their boat exploded. What? And their call went to voicemail when they tried to call the company for help. Here are Dr. Scott Smith and Dr. April Hunziker talking about their scary experience on the hot tub boat. Just a boom and a ball of fire kind of went along through the thing. Having it go to voicemail when you know that you have people out on boats in the dark on a cold lake. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. Well, oh don't goodness. rent a hot tub boat. That's <laughs> I didn't even know they made those. The moral of the story, that could be a business, though. Just don't let it blow up. What the heck? So many weird things out there. Brock, in the morning, we got Chef Aaron here. We were just talking about uh, a hot tub boat, and you were on a sailboat recently, yeah? Yeah, no hot tub on no that hot sailboat, tub. but I got to live on that for the week that I was in the Keys. What? How was that? It was an adventure. I mean, you're looking on a 32-foot-long boat, and it's really tight. You got three people, my two friends that were nice enough to host me. So every morning whenever he was making coffee, I was like, okay, don't turn the head yet, because the coffee's right by my head, and... He might be in the underwear at the yeah. moment, you know. But it was cozy, and you're a lot. Of, you kind of get used to sloshing around. It took me about a week to recover my land legs. I oh, really? Things were moving, but yeah, it was and fun we, though. You know, when we went out snorkeling, I was like, "Oh yeah, we got to go take a boat." Oh, we're taking our home. That's where we're yeah. going. taking that out into the Gulf to go snorkeling. Did you go deep sea fishing? I didn't get to go do deep sea fishing, which would have been great. But yeah, I got to go kayaking about every day and just hang out at the marina as well with the other boat owners. 
Did you get to make them any food? Did you get to cook any? Yes, I cooked on the boat, which what? was a challenge and a half. I but bet. as far as a chef, you know, we're used to small spaces. So I made rosemary focaccia bread and I picked the rosemary from a bush by the marina. So, what? I mean, there weren't Christmas trees around for me no, to pick, yeah. you know, pine needles. But that is awesome. Yeah, it was fun. That is randomly awesome. Lobster for Christmas. I did not spend Christmas in the Keys on a boat, but. Were you there on Christmas Day? Yeah, I was. Did and I Santa Claus? How did Santa Claus get you? Oh yeah, yes. So Santa Claus came on a boat in the Christmas parade the night before. <laughs> that is awesome. He was hanging out with the firemen of Marathon, Florida, and we got to we got to chill for a bit. And pulling the boat were his instead of reindeer, they were sharks. There were sharks pulling the boat. <laughs> sharks pulling the boat. Boat. You heard it first here, kids. All right, let's get to some fun facts. See how smart we are this morning. Uh, the Star Trek. Hand gesture for live, live long and prosper. There you go. We're both doing well. Get those. There you go. Uh, it's derived from part of a Hebrew blessing that Leonard Nemo or Nemoy, I can't say his name, Nemoy, first saw at an Orthodox Jewish synagogue in Boston as a young boy. True. It's part of that. There you go. The hundreds of Jonestown cult members who killed themselves in 1978 didn't actually drink poison Kool-Aid. They drank poison flavor aid, which is a cheap knockoff of Kool-Aid. True. So Kool-Aid, yeah, they just, these are all true. Oh, these are all true. <laughs> this isn't the game yet. Oh, yeah, I get it. Uh, Seattle, <laughs> Seattle was originally called New York. When people settled there in 1851, that's what they named it, but they quickly changed the name to Seattle after a Native American chief who helped them out. So, Was this name Chief Seattle? I Probably, yeah. That's pretty cool. Before MC Hammer became famous, he started a Christian rap group called Holy Ghost Boys, but he left that group to go solo. And Man, I'm it, wondering if you can still get like tracks out there. I don't know. The Holy Ghost Boys didn't work out for him, but his solo career did. Uh, and finally, only four presidential candidates have had a name that wasn't in the top 1,000 baby names of the year that they ran. Uh, let's see. Adlai Stevenson in 1952 and 56, Barack Obama, Willard Mitt Romney, and Hillary Clinton. Interesting. Maybe there's some kind of theory to the way people name their kids and their future career trajections. That's uh, that's a science project you could do. <laughs> a study that somebody could pay millions of dollars to do. When I get free time. And then you figured it, figured it out and you're like, all right, well, what's the point of that? <laughs> I don't know. Just wanted to know. Right. All right. We got a big announcement coming up in just a few plus our 7 a.m. challenge. It's Brock in the morning. It's Friday. It's the weekend. Who enjoys the weekend? We have a wonderful show coming up for you. Dude, I'm so stoked about this. I am so stoked. I am stoked. Yeah, I'm so stoked. I'm ready for the weekend. It's your weekend. It's the freaking weekend. Are you guys ready to get this party started? Then please give a big warm welcome to your favorite show. My favorite show. Showtime. Good morning. It is Brock in the morning. It's the 7 o'clock hour. And let me shout out our big announcement. We... If you follow me on social, you already know. We have tickets to Tootsie at the Walton Arts Center to give away. That's so fun. Yeah. Good show. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, all you got to do is listen right here. Uh, weekdays from 6 to 10, starting on Monday, and we're going to be giving away some tickets. Also, you can enter to win online at Brock Radio Show as well. You get the coolest tickets yeah. to the coolest places. And the uh, th- they reached out to me, which was cool. Um, the show is going to be on Tuesday, the 17th, nice. January 17th. So 
uh, just a week and a half away. So if you can go to that, you want to go to that, Tootsie, Walton Art Center, part of the Broadway shows, it's going to be good. That'll be fun. You know Are what? You I'm, I'm, well, I don't have tickets. Oh, okay. I'm giving them away. <laughs> Are you going? No, I'll be in Colorado. So no. <laughs> it, but it'd be a fun show to go to. I've yet to watch the movie Tootsie with, um, what's his name? Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Oh, I love no. Dustin Hoffman. Well, gotta I love watch him it. everything. Gotta Rain watch Man. it. You know what today gotta is? Watch it. Kmart, Kmart. Yeah. Today's National Bean Day. I know. I heard. National Cuddle Up Day, Three Kings Day, Nash, uh, Walker's National Shortbread Day, mm-hmm. Apple Tree Day. Uh, let's see here. Armenian Christmas, okay. Day of Los Reyes, Dry Bean Day, Epiphany, National Davis, and National Samantha Day. So shout out to anybody named that. National Shortbread Day, National Smith Day. A lot of Smiths out there in the world. National Take a Poet to Lunch Day. Oh, do I know one? Well, maybe you're a poet. You just don't know Oh, good one. But up, Gene. Thank you very much. Thank you. There we go. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. National Take Down the Christmas Tree Day. Already did that. And eat it. And eat it. Uh, Uruguay Children's Day and World Day for War Orphans. Wow, it's very specific. Very specific. So do you know a lot about beans? I do know quite a bit. I know that the Instapot has helped me out a ton. Are you particular to a a certain varietal of legume? Well, that's what we're going to play today in Is It a Type of Bean Game? I'm so excited. A chef-friendly game. Yes. All right, here we go. Calypso. Yes. Appaloosa. No. Uh-oh. What kind of chef are you? <laughs> thought that was a horse. Uh, yellow eye. Mm, no. There's black eye and there's also yellow there eye. There is yellow eye. So when your eye is healing, it turns yellow. <laughs> Good no, point. I, that's how you remember. Tongues of fire. True. Yes. Anazazi. True. Roundy squish. False. Mealer. True. Scarlet runner. True. And finally, La Poste Liner. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't too good. How many did I get? Like half? Like half. So we're going to do a makeup. Okay. Is it a brand of bacon game? Okay. You know your bacon? Do you cook with bacon a lot? I do cook with bacon some. I usually buy most of my bacon from Aldi, but we'll, we'll okay. give the bacon a try. Here we go. Nature's Rancher. True. Rump Tourist. True. That's hilarious. Vandy Rose Farms. True. Applegate Naturals. True. Yeah, that's an easy one. Nueskis. True. Curltail Farms. False. Bintons. True. Stutterfield. True. And finally, Pink Dream. True. Golly! <laughs> this is the end there that just gets you. I know, but I would put bacon and beans together. So I was about to say. Those. There you go. Beans and bacon, that's a, a good meal for dinner tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll make you sit on the toilet a lot, though. So I mean, you could make it and then have some shortbread for dessert Hey-o. and cuddle up. As you say, if today is cuddle up day. That's right. While you <laughs> donate online to the Orphans Foundation. I don't know. You've D- got mail. Oh, no, we don't. Dirty on the 30 coming up. <laughs> Good morning. It is National Bean Day. Talking about beans in our game just a few minutes ago. Um, Montanay Chicken uses beans in one of their dishes, right? Yeah, they make this amazing bean soup that's totally proprietary. Nobody knows how to make it. Ooh, it's like the the seven uh, spices from 
Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah, exactly. I didn't know about that. But yeah, there's something addictive in their chicken What you crave for What it. is the bean that they use? Do I you think know? they use navy beans, uh, just like Chris Farley would say That's about. pretty basic. Navy, navy beans, beans, navy, navy beans. beans. Meatloaf sandwich. <laughs> a sloppy joe. Sloppy, sloppy joe. <laughs> Love I miss that. him. R.I.P. Chris. Yeah. If if you listen to podcast, there is a, a podcast called Fly on the Wall mm. with uh, Dana Carvey Ooh. and David Spade. Okay. And they do a podcast talking about SNL. They interview old cast members, um, old hosts, people associated with the show. <sighs> That'd be great. And they did a two episode special a couple weeks ago. Two different episodes talking to people who knew Chris because it was the twentieth or the twenty. 20- no, the 25th anniversary of his death. And they talk to his mom, his brothers, you know, his friends, and they all tell stories about Chris that you've never heard. Give it a listen if you like Chris Farley. I would Farley. love that. I, I adore the man. And all the millennials out there who don't know who Chris Farley is, <laughs> go look it up. You'll be glad that you did. One of the funniest human beings, and he left our earth way too soon. Let's get to the dirty uh, did you see Jeremy Renner got hurt? We talked about this the other day. Yes. Well, he posted a selfie of himself online the other day. He captioned it, quote, Thank you for all your kind words. I'm too messed up now to type, but I send love to you all. He got ran over by his snowplow. Oh, my God. That's got to be a bad way to get hurt. It's like a three-ton snowplow he got yeah. ran over by. How is he still going? I mean, it has all those little grates, you know? Little, no idea. You know. It, that movie, Man on the Moon, was that the yeah. name of the movie? With, mm-hmm. with, um, the Jim Carrey? No. Uh, with uh, a young version of, what's her name? She's in Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. Um, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, yeah. Uh, that her, the guy, the boy that she was in love with, got ran over by his tractor. Oh, my gosh. That's right. But he didn't make it, as no, I he, recall. No, he and died. A lot of people die in these, like, kind of injuries. Yeah. Like snow equipment, farm equipment. Not good. Stay away from equipment. Let's see here. Ja- Angelina Jolie was spotted at a London cafe with Irish actor Paul Meschel. Ooh. He's 26. She's 47. Whoa! Angelina and her daughter Shiloh had been seen, just been seen, watching Paul perform in a local production of a streetcar named Desire. So. Fabulous. Stella! Yeah. Stella! And he's like, Angelina, you're like 20 years older than me, but it's fine. I don't know if they like each other or they're just friends or I don't know. Everybody's just friends until they're not just friends. Hey, the actor, I mean? yeah. The actors who played the leads in the 1968 Romeo and Juliet, have you ever seen that? I have. Yeah, they're suing Paramount for a child abuse and sexually exploiting for sexually exploiting them by making them do a nude scene where they were mi- when they were minors. Oh. It's 1968. Why are you waiting until now? Kind of maybe the money. It's maybe a little after. The well, they're seeking damages believed to be in excess of $500 million. Goodness. I get it that Paramount's like got a lot of money, but you would think there would be things that would be exempt from being able to well, see Well, the statute of limitations. That. Yeah. It's probably past that. Wow. I don't Crazy. know. Crazy. I don't know. And Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan makes sure the action is authentic in his shows by having his actors go through a cowboy boot camp. In it, they have to learn how to ride a horse, lasso, and use old school six shooters. I'm loving that. That's and I pretty love cool. Stuff. Taylor Sheridan's an amazing writer. And he is. He's, I mean, he's the, what's the um, girl who came up with uh, uh, Rhonda, Rhonda, she came up with Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. I cannot remember her last name. And she name. has that all those shows. He's like the cowboy version of that. And you, you know where they film a lot of that is on his personal ranch. What? Yeah. I didn't knew? know that. I didn't know that. 
You save a lot by doing that, I guess. Oh, yeah. You save money, live better. Yeah. <laughs> Shop Walmart. All right. Coming up, we got, uh, what do we got? Good news. Yeah, happy news. It's Brock in the morning. Good morning. It is Brock in the morning. We're talking Yellowstone off the air. What were you about to ask me? I was going to ask who your favorite guy is on Yellowstone because every girl says Not Brett. Jamie. <laughs> Not Jamie. Jamie can just go off the show for all I care. That guy is the worst. Um, Rip is cool. I like the sun. Yeah, Casey. Did you watch the the most recent episode, the mid-season finale? Oh, um, for Yellowstone? Yes. Uh, yes. So the best part was when Kevin Costner's character told his son that he loved him and gave him a hug. Oh. I'm so sure there was a play there, but uh, that was really sweet of him because mm-hmm. you're not overly lovey and stuff. And you could tell by the look of the guy's face. What's his name? Casey. Casey, yeah. He, uh... He was touched. Exactly. You know. Oh, man. It's such a well-developed show. I could watch it endlessly. This season, though, there's been a lot of episodes that have just been the Yeah. Not a lot going steam. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Jamie, you need to hit the bricks, buddy. <laughs> we st- we, we finished the first season of White Lotus. Have you watched Ooh, White no. Lotus? What's that about? It's on HBO. And uh, I'll tell you what it is, what's about coming up. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the 8 o'clock hour. Let's get to some happy news right now. Nope, that's the wrong thing. Right here. I'm here with good news. Good news. Good news, everybody. Good news. Good news is great. Yeah. Good news. Good, good. Glad to hear that. That's good news. Great to hear that. Now, here's the good news. Hey, check this out. A Florida couple, this is why you were in Florida, celebrating after a plumber replaced a toilet found an engagement ring they lost 20 years ago. Oh, my gosh. It's meant to be. (laughs) Shana Day originally lost it down the toilet at her parents' house and thought it was gone forever. Here are Shana and her husband, Nick, talking about finding the ring decades later. I had taken my ring off. It was sitting on the counter, so when I sopped up the water, guess I didn't pay attention very well, snagged my ring in the process, and tossed it in the toilet. Plumber unhooked it from the ground and then just dumped it over in the tub to get the excess water out, so when he took it out, it didn't drip through the house. And when he did, the ring come out. That just is absolutely amazing that it's just been sitting there. To know that everyone cared enough about it and thought it was so cool that they didn't tell us it was an actual genuine surprise it brought tears to both our eyes that's awesome that is sweet that's so cool a west virginia woman had her wallet returned to her 54 years later after losing it at at her school construction workers returned it to her through facebook when they found the wallet while renovating the school into apartments there's contractor contract contractor contractor bradley scott talking about finding the wallet and sharing day on how she feels about being reunited with it six decades later. This is the duct work that we were breaking loose when it fell out. When we found that wallet, there was something that was just instantaneously very different about it. Like, this is something that we can identify as the personal property of someone that might very well still live in this area. I think we can actually find this person. My sister told me that they found something for you. I didn't ever think having something like that 54 years from when I had it. That's crazy. It's like a time warp. I wonder if there's anything still left inside. Well, what what would have been left inside? Do you maybe think? some pictures of grandkids. Well, no, not grandkids. Maybe your own kids that are now grown up. I don't know. Maybe. I don't That's know. A long time ago. And this is crazy. An English man is getting praise for running a marathon every single day last year. What? And raising over a million dollars for charity. Here's Gary McKee after his final run talking about how good he... A feeling it is to raise so much money for McMillan Cancer Support and West Cumbria Hospice at Home. The streets were lined. 
you know, it was raining, but everybody was still out and everybody's clapping and shouting. We've run 365 marathons and it looks like we've raised a million pounds, so yeah, I'm happy. That's how fantastic. do you do that? I don't even know, like, how, how far is a marathon? I forget. 20, what, 24, 6.3 miles or something? That's a lot Two. of mileage. I might, I might Every run Every day. <laughs> so a lot of people that run marathons that we're a part of, like the Hog Eye Marathon coming in April. Way to go. Uh, the Half Marathon and Bentonville one, you know, all that. They run them and then they're dead for a w- two or three days. Yeah, the dude's a machine. I Every day. I bet he has nothing but solid muscle. No fat on the, on the man. And it takes... Depending on how fast you are, two to four hours. So he's like Forrest Gump. Just he keeps running, running and running and running. <laughs> All right, eight o'clock hour kicking off next. Brock in the morning. It's been a long week. What day is today? Friday. TGIF. <laughs> Who's ready for a big weekend? Who's ready? Who's ready? Who's ready? It's time to party. Yeah, it is. I'll invite all my most interesting friends over. What? It's the weekend. Party, party, party. Yep. All weekend long. Let's get this party started. It's showtime. Hit it. Good morning. It is Brock in the morning. It is showtime. It's 8 o'clock hour. Sam's Furniture Radio. We announced last hour that... We have tickets starting on Monday to give away to Tootsie at the Walton Arts Center. Yeah, that's right. Giving away three pairs, so six total tickets. Show is on Tuesday, the 17th, January 17th at the Walton Arts Center in Fayetteville. If you want to go, listen, on Monday we're going to start giving them away or sign up to win on Facebook at Brock Radio Show. That's it. That's all you got to do. Love it. That'll perk up your Tuesday. So awesome, and they have more tickets to give away, too. We might be giving away some tickets to the Sam Cooke show that they're doing Ooh, at the end I'm of the month. I'm down with that. I might be replying on that. When are you getting back from Colorado? Just on the 18th, so I'll okay. be back. Yep. The I'll day after Tootsie. <laughs> I know. What are you going to Colorado for? I was going to go skiing if my... I've got a twisted ankle, but if it heals in time, I'll go skiing at Telluride. If you can't go, I'll go for you. Perfect, perfect. I want to go skiing. It's been a while. Do you wear my size of boots? <laughs> well, what size is that? Like, you know, seven and a half, eight. Yes. All right, let's I do, do this. <laughs> I do. I got a small foot and yeah. It's and a, a big ambition. Big ambition. Hey, uh, my wife and I just finished the first season. It's only six episodes of The White Lotus. Have you oh, heard yeah. of that? Well, actually, I was kind of wondering what that's all about. So I I looked online just to make sure it was right. Um so it's an all-star cast. There's a lot of big people on this show, but they unleash their worst, most privileged impulses. The series is a sharp social satire following the exploits of various guests and employees of a fictional White Lotus resort chain in Hawaii. So I'm in. You're seeing all these different people at the resort. They're going through different stories. Oh. And it's really good. I love that. I was a psych major, so that really captivates my interest. Well, it won some awards at the Emmys this last year, I believe it was. Nice. Jennifer Coolidge won a, an Emmy Sweet. for her character, and she was an annoyingly... You felt sorry for her, too. Mm. Um, let's see here. Who else was in this? There's a season two. We got to start that. Does it all take place at this Hawaii hotel? Because I kind of want to yes. watch it for the scenery. The, well, it's called The White Lotus. Oh, yeah. Duh. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's got Steve Zahn in it. Ooh. Connie Britton is his wife. Um, Jake Lacey, who, if you love The Office like I do, was love on the him. last two seasons of The Office. He played Plop. Yes. Which okay. was the Jim lookalike. Uh-huh. Plop, who ends up getting with Aaron. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's Good see. <laughs> but there's uh, it has John Grease in it, Ooh. who was um, 
Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite. I loved Uncle Rico. Yeah. The one that could throw the football. Yeah, over a mountain. Oh, yeah. Had Molly Shannon in it. Ooh, I like her. So those were all in the first season. The second season has just as many people. Theo James is in it. Aubrey Plaza is in the new season. Um, let's see here. Michael and. Perioli. All these people you would know if you saw them. Sure. It's a good concept because you can constantly change up the people in the hotel rooms. It's New one, characters. Well, it's one season of just those people there visiting for right. a week or so. Uh-huh. And yeah. So it's good. You should check it out. I will totally It's not it a show that is super suspenseful and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, on the edge of your seat. But you can sit through six episodes. Oh, yeah. And I love character development. Very so. easily. Yeah. Uh, the show 1899. Did you watch that? It was on Netflix. Is that the one that's a precursor to Yellowstone? No, no, no. So that different? sounds like it. But no, this is, I think, a German show. Oh, I don't know anything about it. And it was supposed to be highly touted. Had one season. Netflix already canceled it. Oh, crud. Which, which uh, I was reading an article. Goes to show you, do not get invested in Netflix shows <laughs> because they will probably be just killed off before there is ever a resolution. Darn it. To the end, so. You win any shows right now? You in anything? Well, um, I was trying to watch the 1863, the precursor, right? I think it was, to Yellowstone. I haven't seen it yet, so. That one, and then there's the, what, 1929 with Harrison Ford or whatever? Yes, yes. That and then that good. one, and, mm-hmm. and then Tulsa King. Oh, yeah. I hear is really good. Okay, is that similar Sylvester to Tiger Stallone? King? Or it's, oh, it's Stallone? It's a, it's a Taylor Sheridan show. Oh, Shot is- in Tulsa. What? Yeah. And how is Stallone still going? I don't even know. He's in his 70s. It's amazing. It is. Um, yeah, yeah, I could totally dig that. Crazy. Uh, we got more Dirty coming up. It's Brock in the morning. It's coming up in just a few minutes. Enjoy the music. Good, 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 good morning. We got Aaron, Chef Aaron in the house. What have you uh, made recently or came up with food-wise recently that you're you're loving? So I've been trying to save a little money so that I can go to Spain because that's my next big trip. You know I've never been to Spain, uh, but I kind of like the music. They say the ladies are insane there. Three Dog Night. You got to learn <laughs> that song it. before you go. Oh, yes, for sure. So no, you want to go to Spain. Yes, I would love to go to Spain because it falls mainly on the plane. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I got to save a little money for doing that. And so I was yeah, going do. through my cabinets like, what am I going to make? I had some butternut squash and I made a butternut squash sage risotto. Turned Ooh. out really good. Love Delicious. butter. What did I make recently with butternut squash or have with butternut squash? I can't remember. A soup maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Something. It was really good. Nice. I we made butternut good. squash for Christmas. That sounds delicious. In the uh, oven? Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. It was really good. And you my, roasted up? My brother-in-law did, yeah. Nice. So good. What is a good, it is winter, what's a good uh, soup that yeah. you like to make? And that's what I've also been making. A lot of bean soups. Ironically, yeah. today being National it is bean, bean Day. Day. So I did a split pea and bacon the other day, um, a lentil and pork tenderloin, which was delicious Ooh. with like cilantro and yeah. Mexican spices. Um, personally, I love a good French onion. Can't go wrong with the classic. Okay. But yeah, the bean soups are easy because you can do them in the instant pot and walk away this and forget is true. about it, you know? I love a good um, chili, which Ugh. I got a recipe from a friend recent, well, last year, and his secret ingredient was brown sugar. Okay. Well, Have you ever had that? Well, I haven't put brown sugar in my chili in a while because I don't like things too sweet, but I could see that working, adding like a nuttiness. Yeah, you know? it's got a different note to it that you're like, whoa. I wouldn't be a This is interesting. Trying. Yeah. yeah it was do it. And he's won a lot of chili cook-offs with it. Okay, well, then I've got to try it. Yeah, it was very, very good. 
I love beans give me, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you don't want that. I also love a broccoli cheddar. Oh, my gosh. A good broccoli cheddar. Love a broccoli cheddar. Chicken noodle is always a classic. Yes. And then... Um, an enchilada soup. Oh, yeah. Like, it's similar. Makes. Nice. Your wife must be a great cook. I love making like a tortilla soup with whatever I've got. Too. Tortilla soup. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Similar thing. I, my only problem with soups is I can eat the whole pot. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty easily. <laughs> like, crap. I have no leftovers and I just ate 3,000 calories. No. Not again. Not again. <laughs> hey, uh, Ryan Seacrest claimed on live the other day that Andy Cohen snubbed him during their. Uh, competing New Year's Eve broadcast. On no, New he Year's didn't. Eve. But Kelly Ripa told him, quote, that's not true. He said he was trying to get your attention. You just weren't paying attention to him. Typical Ryan. Who knows? Speaking of Ryan Seacrest, my hairdresser, Ty, went to New York. They left there on Christmas Day and came back on Friday. So the week, like, I went the week prior, Sunday to Friday. They did the week after. And he ran into Ryan Seacrest. No and way. got a picture with him and said hi and everything. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Nice. Sounds like a nice guy. Ty is a great guy. Him and, and his he family. didn't snub went. him. Did not snub him at all. No. <laughs> hey, albums celebrating milestone anniversaries this year include Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Love it. And Queen's debut album, Queen, both turning 50. Whoa. There's also Def Leppard's Pyromania and U2's War, both turning 40. Oh, my gosh. What would Bono say? What does he say? He's still around, right? He's going to live forever. Uh, one. One love. One. Yeah. But he still hasn't found what he's looking for. I still haven't found. So I was a worship leader at Key Point nice. for a yeah, while. Nice. have a good voice. Thank you. And we did this song that was in the same key as um, With or Without You. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. And so in the bridge... We, I went to With or Without You and started singing it. I love it. In the it. middle of worship. That's kind of cool. And we're like, we're just going to do it once, see how it goes. It was awesome. It would be amazing. It was awesome. Uh, because Well, Bono writes most of his songs are Christian-based songs. Makes there's sense. a book about it and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Back in the 90s, Dionne Warwick called a bunch of gangster rappers to her home to cuss them out over their lyrics. <laughs> to cuss them out. What? Snoop Dogg says, quote, we were just the most gangsta as you can be, but that day at Dionne Warwick's house, I believe we got gangster. <laughs> Dion. She didn't like their lyrics, but yeah, she cussed them out. Boy, that's, that's hilarious. Hilarious. Huh. Huh. And if you're a System of a Down fan, the drummer John... Dolmayan blames a lot of the band's inactivity on Serge Takian. Quote, Serge hasn't really wanted to be in the band for a long time, and quite frankly, we probably should have parted ways around 2006. I don't know anything about that band. I just know that sounds like they're down with the power surge. Down. System of a down. System is shutting down. Yeah. Don't know anything. Uh, Coming up, we got a new trend of putting these in your socks to cure the flu, maybe, and 11 fads from 2013 and how we feel about them today. We'll get to that. It's Brock in the morning. Enjoy the music. Good morning. It is Brock in the morning. If you didn't know, of course you know. You download the Sam's Furniture radio app for the music and for me, right? That's We're why here. That's why you do. We got Chef Aaron in the house. Welcome to the show. Are you still singing in that band? Oh, yeah. Still singing in the band. We're Horse Feathers. And I love it. Hopefully, we'll get to do some things in the spring. Maybe the Dogwood Festival. I miss being in a band. I'm, I've been in several bands. So nice. uh, the first band I was ever in, 
We were called, not from London, it was in college. That's a great name. Because a lot of the influences we took were from UK bands. Very cool. And so we wanted people to know, we're not from London. That's so we're, clever. It was my friend, he came up with the, the name. And it was a fun band. We played around Springfield a lot um, nice. during college. And then I was in a, we changed our name to The Look, because we were conceited. And then that <laughs> band kind of withered away because of life. <laughs> and then I was in a band in 2006 locally called Avenue without the E. That's cool. And we played a lot of play. We played Georgia's. We played the Walmart nice. Center. And that was a fun band. And you look back, and you're like, ah, oh, this song could have been way better. This song. What kind of music was Avenue? It was it was like progressive rock Sweet. type stuff. Yeah. Um, I never really, I, I was one of the songwriters. Wow. I never really had a, I never really knew what I wanted to sing. Got it. I don't know. A, it's a impressive direction. that you wrote songs, Brock. Not many people can do that. I did. I, I wouldn't say they were good, but I did write some songs. <laughs> they were there. And then uh, Avenue changed to Televise. Okay. And then cool that fizzled out. And then I had Brock Entertainment. And I didn't have time anymore. So yeah. I just focused on the worship church thing and sure. doing that. But yeah, I've loved, I love being in bands. There's there's something about performing for, for people in a mm -hmm. band that... When you have their attention, yeah. you know? Yeah, and when the band gets really in sync. Yes. You've got that moment. Oh. Like, yes. It's amazing. Yeah, I, and I recorded, I tried to record every performance. That's awesome. So I could watch it back and get better, but mm -hmm. wouldn't say I got any better. Um, <laughs> hey, have you had the flu this year? No, I haven't had the flu. I've been kind of holding That's strong. That's good. Yeah. Well, apparently the flu shot was dead on this year. So if you got it. Wow. It's supposed to be the best. Nails that flu. Bing. Right. Well, there's a new trend from this TikToker, which doesn't mean it works, but that uh, you, well, here, here she is talking about it. This okay. remedy really works, so hear me out. Get a potato, cut it in half, get two slices out of it, put it beneath each foot, and cover it with a sock overnight. The next morning, when you remove the sock, you're going to see an imprint on the bottom of the foot, which is totally fine, and then you're going to see the potato slices, which are disgustingly dark. That's because the toxins are removed, but your child feels so much better. So what do you think about that? I actually think that would work because when I first moved to Maui, I met this guy on the beach and he's like, I've got this machine. I'll put your feet in it. And it uses these electrical signals and water to pull the toxins out. And it worked and it turned the water orange. It's kind of gross. So I do believe there are toxins that come out through our feet. Maybe. But this doctor said, uh, yeah, that, that does not work. Okay. Uh, Maybe not with a potato then. It, it actually, the potato turns black because of oxidation. Yeah. Well, Oxiz that makes sense. Oxidization. Yeah. Yeah. It's not pulling anything out of your body. So it's just a play on it. But I do think you can pull things out. Maybe maybe, maybe use broccoli instead. But your body like does it naturally. So if you talk to my buddy Dustin, who's my trainer, Ooh. you know, he all these people are like, oh, I'm doing this diet to get rid of the toxins. He, he just shakes his head. And you're like, what? He goes, dude, that does not work. Okay. Your body doesn't naturally. You don't need to do it. Your body just does it. Whoa. He's like, those are just fad things. Okay, Just so the human stuff. body is amazing. Yeah. I need to talk to Dustin more about things. I've been thinking more vegetables this year as a simple New Year's there resolution. There you go. Mm -hmm. I, I love my vegetables. Uh, but don't believe everything on TikTok. I tell you that often when uh, we do TikTok stories, but don't believe everything. Makes There's sense. a guy on there that he is. Uh, he wears a mask, and he's like trying to call out people who are putting false information, so he split screens it. And one of them is of just this guy that always gives... Um, financial advice about businesses and he put this guy has never once proved that 
any of his best businesses are successful or that he makes any money. Ugh. He's just trying to sell you something. Whoa. That's and, bad. and then you're like, yeah, that's probably the case for most of these people. They don't really know what works. Like 10, like, let's see, I have three ideas that will make you $500 in minutes. And then they give them to you and you're like, why are you giving them to me when you should be doing them yourself? Exactly. If you're not successful, why would I take your advice? I mean, you know, I watched The Wolf of Wall Street recently. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of behind, but that <laughs> suggests out a, few that a years lot of ago. people really don't know what's going on. Even people that work it's in the true. stock market, they're giving advice that they can't even make work for they themselves. They can't back just up. making money off the people. It's right. Good. That's that's what it. That's why it's been hard for me to ever find a financial advisor that I can trust. Heard. Like, you want to work with my money, but it's easy because you're like playing the slot machines with somebody else's money. Yeah, I feel like you do enough research with all that you do, Brock. You could just do your own thing. You don't actually uh, I'm need not, an advisor. I'm not smart enough. All right, uh, <laughs> there I said it. I said it. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> can you record that? <laughs> Nine o'clock hour. Kick it off next. Good morning. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF. It is Friday, right? Have a great weekend, everybody. It was a Friday I'll never forget. Thank God it's Friday. Who wants to put on a show? Getting ready to kick some mad flavor in your ear. I'm a big fan of the show. Good morning. It is Brock in the morning. Hey, Brock. What up? Yes, uh, still doing our trending thread. You can find that at Brock Radio Show. And on Facebook, let's see here. Get some more answers. If you could uh, give an animal to people as a gift, what would that animal be and why? Um, a dog, because dogs are cute, says Amber. Well, that's sweet. Only cute if you want that dog. What if you want a dog, but you don't want the dog that the, uh, you're given? Well, then you can't like put it back. Actually, I've had people return dogs. I don't really like that idea, though. I mean, you're kind of stuck with what you get. It's like yeah. children. <laughs> My buddy, I lived with a guy... Um, roommates and he brought home a dog really and i'm the one that had to watch it it was given this dog the dog was the worst dog really? it was a mutt oh man ended up giving it away Did and then the person everything? we gave it gave it to gave it away as well because <laughs> she hated it it's the gift that keeps on giving it was the worst dog the dog of the month club just a bad bad dog yeah there it's so sad but sometimes you find a really cute one i'd rather just dog sit for my friends and not have the responsibility no do- yeah no dogs Hey, how long do you say Happy New Year? I'm not sure, because after a while it gets awkward. I'd say for the first week and then you're done. For right? the first six months? <laughs> hey, Happy New Year. How long do you leave your Christmas tree up? Can it technically be up to New Year or can you go through the New Year? So the tradition, they say, I read this online, is February 1st. <gasps> Sweet, I'm good. Yeah, but we took ours down pretty quickly. We, like, we started the day after Christmas. Yeah. We had so many trees, but... We, we were had them all down by New Year's. Impressive. Yeah. Very ambitious in this family. Did you guys eat any of the needles for we your didn't, well, salmon? Well, they are fake, so we don't, <laughs> we don't do the real trees. But yes. Make sure you read the fine print. Hey, uh, here are some 11, uh, 11 fads from 2013 and how we feel about them now, okay? okay? All the way back in 2013. Honey Boo Boo. How do you feel about Honey Boo Boo? That's kind of stupid. 49% of fans aren't fans anymore or never were. 42% don't care. 9% still love her. So she's got 9%. Okay. Uh, the show ran for four seasons, 2012 to 2014. She'll be 18 this August. So Wow, I didn't realize the that. The song, What Does the Fox Say? What Does the Fox Say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 22% of people still love it. I think it's okay. I'm cool with it. What about you? 
Uh, I was never a fan to begin yeah, with, but that's kinda... the Cronut. Oh, the Cronut. Now I definitely am a fan of that. Thirty nine percent still love Cronuts. Eleven percent cool. hate them. Uh, I had my first Cronut recently. Where yeah. was I? Maybe in Florida. Nice. In November, because they still have the franchise, right? Or yeah, but this was at a vegan place that nice. made vegan donuts, and Perfect. they made a vegan Cronut. Well, that works out. Goats screaming like humans. Forty one percent said they still love those videos. <laughs> <laughs> They are kind of funny. It's just so outlandish. You never see it in nature. No. What about Vine? It debuted in 2013 and shut down in 2017. I'm trying to remember what Vine was. Was that like a movie? No, it was, was? A, it was a short videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only like six second videos or something like that. Those were kind of cool. Maybe a precursor to what was to come. Right. We do a lot more of those now. We do. Adult onesies. Oh, I'm still a fan of those. I would like Love I would them. like a onesie. If anybody's listening and they want to send Brock a onesie on my behalf, I wear a size small to medium. So do I. So if you send <laughs> okay, it to me, onesies. she can have it. Uh, Walter White hats. Walter White. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a black hat he wore. Yeah, that's cool. I'm 10% cool that. wish it would come back in yeah. fashion. Froyo. Oh, Froyo. A lot yes. of people abandoned ice cream in 2013 and did frozen yogurt. 70% of us still love it. I kind of still love it. I think it's a little bit healthier than regular Maybe. ice cream. You know? It's like that Seinfeld episode. Yes. No fat. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, but we didn't say it was healthy. <laughs> We're going to sue you for yeah. having fat. In our I've gained cream. weight. <laughs> twerking. Twerking came out in 2013. I am not a fan of twerking. Never have been. No. 55% like fit. think it's lame. Yeah. 26% don't have an opinion. 19%. Still think it's cool. Mm-hmm. What about kale? That's healthy. I'm still a fan of kale. And you can make kale chips. I don't know how much work it is, but it looks like it would be healthy to have a little crunch. So before it went viral in 2013, Pizza Hut was supposedly the biggest buyer and decorated their um, salad bars with it. No way. Yeah, 34% of us still like it. 35% hate it. And the word swag. I'm cool with it. You're cool with that? I worked in the outdoor industry. It's been around uh, longer than 10 years. It got trendy in 2013. 16% still use it. Hey, do you got your swag bag? I got my swag bag. I got all the swag merch. Go to Sam's Furniture. Get all the swag. Dirty on 30 is coming up. It's Brock in the morning. Hey, it's Brock in the morning in the 9 o'clock hour talking about clothes that have come back. All those 90s clothes. You look and you're like, oh, I had uh, something similar to that. Yeah, where did my like jacket with shoulder pads and that outfit that looked like Monica from Friends? Well, people always ask me, why don't you get, why do you have so many clothes and why don't you get rid of them? Because they're always making a comeback. Oh, why nice. would I want to get rid of them and then have to rebuy them? Well, exactly. And if you stay Being slim style. and trim, then you can still wear those things. And it's like a point of like, you know, honor that you're like, I can still wear this that I wore right. 10 years ago. You know what? I, I, I will... Um, brag on myself a little bit. I gave away probably six to eight trash bags full of clothes this last year. Way to go. And you look in my closet and you're like, you did? Where's the dent? (laughs) But clothes that didn't fit me anymore or clothes that I had not worn in a long time. Yeah. I get so many clothes on sale that sometimes I buy too many Mm -hmm. or sometimes I buy double versions because I forget. Oh, yeah. Um, But I was able to give them to people like some of my DJs who fit in them that could wear them for weddings Sweet. and stuff. Yeah. Um, people who needed clothes or just donate them to Goodwill. So. Oh, for sure. I love It was a good year for mm-hmm. giving and cleared out a lot of space. I'm sure my wife is happy. Oh, she yeah. probably wishes I would give away more, but I'm like, <laughs> that will come back in style, I promise. I promise. Oh, little tip on that, by the way, since it's January now. You can turn all your clothing inside out and hang it opposite way on the hangers. And by the end of the year, if it's still facing the wrong direction, give it away. Yeah, but then you get asked, why didn't you wear it? And you're like, well, because I it didn't have the opportunity, yeah, but I know I will wear it. Yes. Or yes. like skiing. I have ski clothes that I don't wear. 
But you can go to my trip and tell you right if my ankles yeah, and heels. But I'm going to use them. I don't want to rebuy them. Well, yeah, that or like black tie dresses. We don't really do a lot of black tie around here, but I need to have them when the occasion calls for Exactly. It. You just never know. So, hey, let's get to the dirty. We're talking about animals today in our trending thread. A cat website put together a list of the top 10 richest cats in the world. Taylor Swiss cat. Oliver or Olivia Benson ranked at number three with a net worth of how much? Five billion. Oh wow, ninety-seven million. <laughs> Still a lot. Open win freeze four dogs, and uh, Carl Lagerford's cat and Betty White's dog are still on the list. So wow, what? Feeds her dogs really well. Like they got nice their own personal diet. chef. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Uh, maybe that's a job you could you could uh, apply for. <laughs> I uh, know, right? Dog diet. What that's do you do for do. a living? I'm a personal chef to Oprah's dogs. <laughs> what? Uh, in his new book, Prince Harry says Prince William once physically attacked him when they were arguing about his relationship with Meghan Markle. Whoa. He says William shoved him to the ground, but later apologized. Oh, there's yeah. a lot going on with the yeah. those two brothers. The royal, I mean, there's got to be a lot of tension. I mean, yeah. all the pressure to fulfill everything in the royal family. Ugh. I remember when I was a part of it, I had to get out. <laughs> I'm so glad that you made it your way. Me too. Hey, Sharon Osbourne dropped some details about her daughter Kelly's new baby on a British talk show, and afterward, Kelly posted a message saying, quote, it is no one's place but mine to share any information on my baby. Come on, Mom. <laughs> Spilling uh, the tea, Mom. Brian Cranston will return as Walter White in a Super Bowl commercial for Frito-Lay's Popcorners. Ooh. The game airs Sunday, February 12th on Fox, so that should be good. Uh, yeah. Dave Bautista doesn't need to be the next megastar like The Rock. He just wants to be a respected actor. He, uh, he's also glad he's done playing Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I would Because, be quote, it was hard playing that role. And that's now what it, he wants to be remembered for. So. Exactly. And if you play a role enough as an actor, people start to associate you with it. Like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible movies. Like, that's how I see him. Yeah. Um, oh, check this out. There's a list of actors who can't stand working with each other. Okay. Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep when they worked on Kramer versus Kramer. Okay. This is a unique one. Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn on Four Christmases. Really? Which is a great Christmas movie. It is. And Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling on The Notebook. Even though they did date afterwards, they did not get along on set. Whoa. And, and Ryan tried to have her fired several times. Wow. I thought Ryan was like, a, he's always one of, one of my favorites. Yep, he tried to get her fired. Man. So, uh, one more Entertainment Weekly put together a list of the 20 best guilty pleasure movies. Ooh. It includes Overboard, Twilight, and Point Break. What's oh. your guilty pleasure movie? I love Clue. <laughs> I've heard that a lot recently. It's so good. It's like kind of a B movie, but Tim Curry plays the butler. I need to watch that because we play a lot of Clue in this house, just the game. Yeah, I could lend it to you, but I only have it on DVD. <laughs> well, I'm, oh, wow, you are in the past. Um, I think it's online. I can, I can just stream it. I'm good. I also love Princess Bride. Love that movie, too. So yep. good. Guilty pleasure movies. Maybe that will be our trending thread on Monday. I think that's fun. All right, let's get back to the music. It's Brock in the Morning. And that is the show and the week. We made it through. We did it. The first week of the new year. Woo! Yeah, baby! TGIF. Ah, Chef Aaron, so great to have you on the show, as always. Coming up on Monday, we're going to have... Uh, Oh, Dave from Yamello going to be on the show. Nice. Yeah, he hasn't been on in a while, so sweet. We'll get his uh, Scottish Australian humor in here, and Ooh, I'm listening just for the accent. And thanks again for having me, by the way. Always. I I mean, when you're in town, which you haven't been in town very often, yeah, you need to uh, you need to come. Okay. Uh, we were talking about the White Lotus, a show you should watch on HBO Max. 
uh, takes place at a resort in uh, Hawaii where you used to live. Yes, good memory. Not at the resort, but in Hawaii. Yeah, I'm really adding it to my list. I went to, after watching the show, I'm like, I need to go back to Hawaii. Oh, we went gosh. last year for the first time. So great. Oh. But the, one of the storylines is this family has, takes their kids, one's in college, one's 16, and, and a boy, and he really doesn't have any friends. He makes friends with these guys who are go rowing, and he asks his parents, because they're rich, he's like, I don't want to go back. Because he, in the first of the show, he's playing on his iPad, on his phone, okay. all the time. It gets, it gets washed away by the water. And Good so he's like, uh. And he makes these, and he goes, I want to live. They're like, yeah. whoa, you're 16. You can live back home. I'll get you a new phone. He goes, I don't want a phone. I want to experience life. So he had an epiphany during the I show. I love that. And wanted to, he goes, I want to stay here. I want to do these things with these guys. I want to. You know, snorkel. I want to experience life. Yeah. Like, well, you're still in school. He goes, I can finish school online. Who cares? Yeah, forget school. I'm going deep sea fishing with my right. with my brothers. Like, I don't care about any of this. I just want to live and, yeah. and make friends and do life outside yeah. of technology. Which, oh, I totally love that. When you're there, you understand what he means. You're like, you do. There's, it's so beautiful. There's so much to do, so much to experience. You so. want to unplug because if you oh, don't, yeah. you're going to miss out on some, one of All the most of beautiful places on earth. All of it. So brought back a lot of good memories of being nice. in Hawaii. Definitely a must um, go to place. Agree. So. I need to go back. I want to go to Big Island this time. You, you, when you live there, you never went to the Big Island? I never did go to the Big Island. No? I lived in Maui twice, and I've been to Lanai and Kauai a few times. Yeah, Kauai yeah. was gorgeous. Yeah. Like Jurassic Park world over there. Yes. Uh, all right, that is the show. Make sure to have a great weekend. If you need some furniture, which we know you do, it's uh-huh. the new year. you got to refresh. Go to Sam's Furniture and see all the amazing people over there. What's uh, going on for you this weekend? Uh, let's see. I got, I've got i got a cooking class later on. Okay. And... Um, are you still doing your tours? Yeah, yeah. I'm still doing my food tours. Oh, little fun note. Uh-huh. I fixed my website. All right. It's legit. So now I can actually say it. And guess what it is? OzarkCulinaryTours.com. Check it out, guys. Yes. It's like all bookable. It's looking all schnazzy. I love it. I even updated my pictures where I look a little bit better. It's you great. look like a human? I look like a human that knows how to do my makeup. <laughs> I don't remember the last pictures, so it's all good. But make sure to follow her. Go to her website. And doing these tours. I know some people in my neighborhood did one of your tours one time and loved it. It was fun. I actually posted one of their reviews on my new website. Nice. There you go. Love it. Yeah, it was great. Great, great stuff. So if you're looking for a culinary tour or you have friends coming in town, it's the perfect thing to do. It is. And I'm on the Facebook. You know what? Private chef, all that. You know what? We need to add you to my Airbnb listing. I would love that. For when people book, they can... Like, if you're looking for a tour, mm-hmm. you know, we do these tours. Yeah. And maybe uh, they get 5% off or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we could totally do that. That'd I be work cool. with a lot of Airbnbs, and it's cool because I can really customize it yeah. to your clients. Because I get way. a lot of people that come in. So I have a, several emails that go out before they get here, and one of them is a list of local restaurants that are near here. Perfect. And kind of what they serve, and not a review, but like, this is good for this, and this is good for that. Yeah. But, That'd be cool. Almost like tips. Yeah. Well, so I can many get options. some brochures. So Let's I'm go. make some more of that. And then I'll put them down in my Airbnb. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. All right. Thanks, Brock. Oh, speaking of my Airbnb, shout out to my recent guest, Ashley. Nice. Who just checked out yesterday. But she messaged me when they checked in and goes, are you the Brock from the radio? Whoa. That's so cool. I she go, knew you. Yeah. She goes, I knew it. 
I listened to you when I was in high school. Oh my gosh, you're like, yeah. And I said, well, thank you. You can still listen. Download the Sam's Furniture Radio app. And she's like, done. I love it. She's going to be like Brock Short. I know him. I know. I. She goes, I met you when I was a kid. I love and it. And I go, well, I'm still a kid, so. <laughs> Nothing's changed. You don't make me feel old. I'll kick you out. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. Say goodbye, Aaron. Goodbye, Aaron. Everybody have a great weekend. See you Monday. Show's over. And we're done. We've already run out of time again. And this is where we say goodbye. Goodbye. Don't say goodbye. We'd like to hang around and help clean up. That ended well. Bye.